Hey everybody, it's Dr. Kevin McGovern, and today is the third episode of the new episode of the Velocity RX podcast. And today's episode is my story. How I got involved or how I created this program was really out of tragic desperation. So when I got out of college, I was a you know avid baseball player. I joined a pretty highly competitive uh, men's league in in the Boston area, and we started practicing. Really, we start practicing in the winter, just like a regular major league kind of team. We play about forty five or fifty games during the year, so we start hitting and stuff, and in, and in, uh, throwing indoors in January and February. And as soon as we can get outside, we do so we can you know play catch. So um, playing first base in a you know probably fifty five degree late March or early April day. I filled the ball and made that throw to third base that really I've never seen actually happen. And I felt this like crunch in my right elbow and pain immediately. And I knew um, something was bad and, uh, you know, continued to practice. Uh, didn't really throw again. Um, you know, went home and looked at my elbow and, you know, there was a, kind of a golf ball size lump in here and I knew things were were bad. So, you know, I'm a physical therapist out three years. I'm I'm working for somebody. I've got student loans up here. I've got bills. So I'm like, oh my God, there's no way I could take off two or three or who knows how long months to get my elbow fixed because as a physical therapist, especially you know, manual. I need both hands. It's kind of really hard to adjust somebody or move limbs around with, you know, one good arm. So after feeling sorry for myself for the rest of the weekend, um, I went to a doctor friend of mine and he looked at it and we got an MRI and, you know, lo and behold, guess what? Well, yes, I, you know, tore my uh, flexor tendon or Tommy John ligament. Um, you know, so it was pretty torn. Obviously, no one went in to look at it. I'll get to that later. But, you know, the recommendation was um, surgery if I wanted to continue to play baseball again. Certainly, I can let it rest and heal on its own if I want to continue to play golf or shoot baskets or you know, really first and foremost was, you know, how much is this going to affect my career as a physical therapist? So um, I got, you know, clearance and it's not or notification that it's not going to affect that. Um, but, you know, I had some decisions to make. So I started conservatively the first few months of you know, rehabbing it on my own, hooking myself up to electric stimulation, and we used ultrasound back in those days. And then I have colleagues like you know massage it and help work in its range of motion. And you know, after a few months, it it felt good. It didn't it didn't hurt. I was able to you know uh, play basketball, and I was actually able that season to you know hit swing a bat and without you know pain in the elbow. I just you know, I could play a little catch here or there, but not very far. I didn't even want to mess with it. So I gave it a good six months of, of rest. And, you know, then I decided, all right, 
you know, what am I going to do? What what am I going to do? It's feeling good. It's strong. I really worked on my core and my shoulder blades and getting all the arm care stuff that I could find and, and do and, and work and really devise my own kind of program on what to do to keep my, you know, shoulders, my, my motion, my stability of my shoulder blades and shoulders working very well. I mean, obviously, you know, my mechanics were probably not well. That's how I got hurt to begin with. So I decided that um, I would try to find a way to throw without hurting my elbow. So, you know, I had played tennis. You know, the first thing is, you know, when I shot a basket, right, when I shot a basket, it didn't, that extension, you know, didn't hurt. And I'm like, all right, well, if that doesn't hurt, you know, how can I really take the stress off my arm and be able to throw? So I started to look at other sports. You know, we, we've, we've got tennis, you know, where you're serving hundreds of times a week and, you know, no one is hurting themselves, hurting their elbow, you know, or holding this racket. And, you know, then I looked at like cricket. Now, obviously cricket's a little different. They're not bending and you're keeping that arm straight, but what they both had in common, and we've probably heard this a million times, is they really threw downhill, right? You know, downhill. Now, what's downhill? That means gravity assisted. Not from back here, but as I'm coming, you know, downhill. You know, all these pitchers during that time, you know, studying that, you know, the arm path was long, you know, that looked to me like they were accelerating their arm from certainly behind their head, right? And then, you know, I would hear this, oh, he throws across his body. And somehow that was like, people say, well, that was bad. I'm thinking, well, I mean, that's normal follow through is to go across your body. How is that bad? You know, started asking these questions and really couldn't find, you know, quarterbacks, tennis, everyone finishes with the arm going across your body. I'm thinking to myself, how else do you finish? Like, you don't finish with your arm going the other way. It naturally goes across your body. So I really began working um, with trying to figure out a way to throw without pain. Then I started to take up Kempo karate around the same around the same time. And, you know, and, and how we moved in karate, you know, one of the moves in karate is this, you know, kind of overhand hammer fist, right? That I'm turning and, you know, you see these guys smash all these bricks. They're not getting Tommy John surgery. So I really honed in on the fact that we've got to get the arm to accelerate last or downhill, which follows the kinetic sequence of movement. You know, movement starts at the core and, and, and out, you know, but you'll hear a lot of people talk today about arm strength and arm about hand, and it doesn't start, the power doesn't start there. The power starts from, from the core. So I began fiddling around and Eventually, um, after, you know, probably that late that summer, early fall, I started throwing, you know, off a mound, off a flat surface, and um, really working on throwing downhill. And, you know, I did a couple of drills where I would literally throw the ball and not release it until it bounced, right? I would bounce it to home plate to get that feeling of bringing my arm all the way around and throwing. 
as it's you know past this kind of danger zone back here and lo and behold you know my arm didn't hurt you know internally you know i'm sure that area scarred over and you know i had full range of motion and you know i had good tricep strength i had good bicep strength i had a lot of good postural strength and, and scapular coordination especially scapular depression i wasn't shrugging so i started to throw and throw and lo and behold you know the following year i got back on the mound and, and i threw the entire season now afterwards you know did my elbow hurt at times not all the time you know there was actually one game um where i went to extra innings i think i threw like 140 pitches something crazy right now I'm not throwing 120 miles an hour. So if you're looking for that, I'm not that guy, right? You know, but did I hit 85? Yeah, probably, you know, 82, 77 and a half. But the key is I taught myself how to throw, you know, without pain in my mechanics. And that led into this velocity RX of, you know, first and foremost, making sure that the body is moving functionally correct. So everything was moving. I had my shoulder, everything was moving kinesiologically correct. And it was really just applying that now to throwing a baseball. So my movements were good. My balance was good. My, you know, sequence of movement was good. And then I just really worked on strategies to keep my arm throwing last, you know, one of the first ones is obviously I turned over the ball, right? You just saw my shoulder go from here to there, right? Because as you pull out of the glove, everyone's like this. But if my arm is up, if my arm is in supination, that doesn't activate my upper trap. People are like, oh my God, that's crazy. I'm like, well, why is it crazy? Why is it crazy? I can't throw the ball from here. Eventually, I have to turn my hand over to throw. So I really worked on timing. You know, that was a big drill. I worked on a couple of the drills I used, my three-tap drill of, you know, staying back and getting my leg out so my foot hits the ground and then turning and spinning, which is really opposite of what's being taught now. People are teaching you to push off and drive your whole body forward. To me, that just makes your arm last and you just can't get around, at least for me. So I developed this whole program. And now, you know, Who's going to benefit from it? Well, the people that benefit from the most are that middle and high school aged athlete that's really just coming off a growth spurt or going from, you know, 45 feet to 60 feet, going from 5-1 in, you know, September to the following April being five foot seven, and, you know, limbs and arms are all over the place. That is a group of people that really require functional exercise to correct their basic movements first. So with the VelociX program, I bring everyone through my game test, which is this evaluative test that I've developed that really focuses on the sequence of movement. And there's only one right answer because we only have one sequence of movement. You know, from there, we go into corrective exercise, and then I go into looking at people's mechanics. And I have about nine um benchmarks where I want the arm and the body to be to stay healthy, right? Everything is about staying healthy. And it's surprising when we get better balance, we, we move better, we're stronger. Oh my God, guess what happens? We throw harder. We throw with more accuracy. 
you know, everyone's on this velocity kick and I get that, you know, we want to be able to throw as hard as we can. Just like if we're playing basketball, we want to be able to jump as high as we can. Okay. But, you know, the pitching is, is, is really unique, right? Because if we had a hitting instructor and he was bad, what would happen is you would go 0 for 20 in the weekend tournament. If you have a bad pitching instructor, what could happen is you could end up on an operating table and there goes your college scholarship. I always say, you know, you can't get a college scholarship at 13, but you can certainly lose one with an injury. You know, right now, the high school athlete is really at the bottom of the recruiting class, you know, by most coaches because of the transfer portal and junior college, right? Coaches are already going to go with people who already have college experience because, you know, they want to win, especially at the Division One level. Now, everyone's not going to go Division One, but, you know, if you want to play in college and you are a middle and high school pitcher, the first thing you should be concentrating on is getting your functional movement at its best and keeping healthy so that you're pitching for all four years of high school. You've got a four-year record. Well, that includes JV, and you're uninjured. That's the key, okay? Colleges have, you know, insurance. They're all self-insured, right? You go to college, your arm is injured, their rates are going up, right? And you could be sent home, and there goes your scholarship money, right? And they want to look at a book of, you know, business per se that, that's healthy, and you want to be healthy. So, that's essentially the story of Velocity RX. If you're listening to this program, please subscribe. Um, and if you want my help, please visit velocityrx.org. From there, you can get to me. I've got some free drills on there. I've got some free checklists to uh, further check me out. We can jump on a coaching call. Um, I can you know, look at video of your son and determine if I can help him. And then we can go from there. Not a fit for everybody. I'm not saying that. But if you want to stay uninjured, you want to bulletproof that arm, you want to throw with, with better accuracy, and you want to throw with better velocity safely, look me up. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.